Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of Rapid Recap here at Inside Nebraska. He's Greg Smith and I'm Zach Carpenter and we're uh, coming to you from Memorial Stadium where the Huskers will host for the first time this season Northern Illinois, 6 p.m. Central on BTN, FS1. Man, you see, I just you wrote it like three that, times I like, today. I have no idea. I'm so used to saying big noon kickoff. We'll, um, we'll get <laughs> IT. We'll get IT on it. But uh, yeah, the, bad, all the right, all so. the TV, TV channels and uh, and kickoff times are all kind of running through uh, my head. It's been a hectic week, hectic start to the season for Nebraska. Yeah. 0-2, two massively disappointing losses in very differing ways. One yeah. heartbreaking, one just exhausting. I think, and uh, just disappointing um, in Minnesota and Colorado. Uh, today, Matt Rule spoke. Um, he previewed Northern Illinois and his home opener. A little bit. But yeah. yeah, that was not even close to the main takeaway. <laughs> it was Jeff Sims and just sort of this 0-2 start and what the status of the team is, what the status of Jeff Sims is as the quarterback of this team. Yeah, he said that Matt Rule said, you know, because they have the, the off day on Monday now, they've changed that. They do practice on Sundays. Um, and Jeff Sims w was limited or out um, on Sunday, kind of still dealing with that high ankle sprain um, situation, even though Matt Rule did say that it wasn't. He didn't think it was a typical, like, six to eight week high ankle sprain. He thought that he might, he has a chance to play this week. Um, and he was pressed uh, several times, mm -hmm. I would say, by a number of reporters on whether or not Jeff Sims, to clarify, is still QB1. Um, and Matt rule said that yes if Jeff Sims was 100% healthy that he would be the guy um, rolling out there but he can't really say for sure right now um, if he will be the guy rolling out there when they have the home opener this Saturday but Heinrich Harburg and Chubba Purdy both took reps today but right now I believe he said that Harburg is the is the guy um, if Sims cannot go yeah and I mean even, yeah, like you said even if healthy Sims Matt Rule said Jeff Sims is our court Jeff's our quarterback yeah. but also Jeff needs to take care of the ball he did say that. and so if you just read the lines, it's like, okay, he's Jeff Sims is the quarterback, but it looks like if you just read the quote off a piece of paper, it's a shrug. But I mean, as with any Matt Rule uh, press conference, I think you have to take a look at it and get the <laughs> yeah. context because he says a lot uh, with his body language without saying it. Um, and I think it's a pretty clear message that Jeff, you got to stop turning the ball over. Like, you have to be trusted to go on the field. He has 37 career turnovers now, 38 um, if you want to count the fumble exchange between him and Gabe Irvin in the fourth There's quarter. There's debate on that whether you <laughs> count that. Either way, a lot of turnovers, most yeah, free either. player in college football in the country, and um, four interceptions, two lost fumbles. Nebraska has the worst turnover margin at minus six in the nation, which is two weeks, three weeks after both rule and trev alberts on his radio show right. unprompted talked about the need to clean up those turnovers and uh to win that turnover margin because nebraska has not done that since 2016. um but uh with those turnovers just i keep coming back to what deshaun singleton said okay. um in it was the second to last week the week before game week of minnesota um, when he was asked what has the staff told you that you need to do to earn a starting spot or be a, a part of the two deep? And Deshaun, he's a really good press conference interview. Yeah. I didn't realize it until that day, really. Um, and he had a really good answer uh, in part. He said, the coaches need to trust you. You have to be, right. you have to have their trust to put them on the, to go out there on the field because that's their job on the line too. And I think that's what we're going to see. I mean, Jeff Sims was Matt Rule's guy. Yeah. He brought him here and He's still trusting him right now, but I think it's sort of like 
time's running out, man. Like you're on your last legs. Yeah, and, and it's definitely the case when you have the, the types of turnovers that we're talking about. It's one thing if you were to just say, like you did with the four interceptions. That's yep. it. That was exactly. all you had. Okay, we can kind like of at least you're making that. trying to make a yeah, play. Yeah, we can make a make a point about that. Hey, it was one bad read here, one great play by a defender here. Oh, it was a hail mary, whatever. Right? You right. can try to find ways. Man, when you drop multiple snaps, like it's, it's really hard <laughs> to actually make excuses for that. And it's really actually puzzling because it's also a situation where they say, the coaches do, that that's not what they saw um, kind of in spring ball and in fall camp. Um, though Matt Rule did have a really interesting note about kind of that situation where Jeff didn't jump on the ball and really tried to grab it. And I actually thought that explanation made sense. Um, talking about how, you know, in practice when that happens, they tell Jeff to back off, presumably so he doesn't get injured and doesn't get kind of caught in the pile. But then in the game, he kind of reversed back to that also you could tell he tried to pick up the ball with one hand to go make a play because the team needed a play yeah. um, but they needed to just jump on that kick a field goal and live to fight another day um, and so there's just a lot going on there and I do I agree like he just has to cut that down like if he is in fact the starting quarterback this week um, because he's healthy then he needs to play better for this team to have a chance especially with and I want to definitely hammer this point home especially with the type of football they want to play Mm -hmm. So if you yep. think about this, and I made this analogy a couple times off pod, um, if Nebraska is going to be closer to, say, Iowa and Minnesota on offense, what those teams don't do in their ground and pound ball control attacks is turn the ball over eight times in eight quarters. That's not what they do. If you pictured Minnesota's offense with that, it would look just like what we've been seeing from Nebraska so far, but they don't do that. They take care of the ball. They convert third downs. Nebraska not doing either of those, and that's why you see what you see. There's just a lot there with offense that they've got to get cleaned up. Yeah, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but Iowa's offense was absolutely awful as it was last year. I don't know if it was a turnover issue as much no. as it was a not moving the ball. No, they just, and, their offensive line also just wasn't as good as they normally are either. right so yeah and I mean Brian parents right exactly so <laughs> but point being I agree with you like you like like um, we've talked about on a rapid recap a couple weeks ago like if you're going to have that style of we want sustained drives 8 10 12 play drives and finish them off with touchdowns you got to avoid penalties and yep. mistakes like unforced turnovers shooting ourselves in the foot which is what Nebraska has been known for in the he Scott Frost era. That. Actually, I'm sorry to jump in on you. Matt Rule, actually, remember he said that today. He goes, <laughs> I don't want that to be the talk of our program, that that's what we're known for. And I thought that that was really interesting. And even though he said again last week that he doesn't, you know, he, he deletes Twitter off his phone or whatever. He doesn't touch social media during the season. He's obviously seeing this stuff somewhere because that is kind of the talk, to your point, of kind of college football right now. When you talk about Nebraska, it's all about these mistakes. I mean, he must have read Inside Nebraska for my post game coverage at Colorado because I, that's pretty much what I said and um, it's a new coaching staff but a lot of the same players and Jeff Simpson's a new player but then he comes here and has continued to to not be able to take care of the ball um, and not be able to sustain those drives um, with with ball security and uh, that's what you, it's kind of a it's kind of a get-right game against Northern Illinois, but Northern Illinois is also not necessarily a slouch. I mean, and even, <laughs> I said this on the Colorado Rapid Recap, Northern Illinois and Louisiana Tech, those two should be wins, but this program is not in a position right now to think that any no. any game no. is a gimme. North Dakota almost came in here and beat them last year. Georgia Southern came in here and, and ended the Scott and Frost era. Changed. <laughs> um, yeah. But the, the last thing uh, to touch on is just, um, it rule talking about how the, this 0-2 start, I mean, not everyone, but it seems like pretty vast majority of the fan base is sort of hitting the panic button on this rule era already. And I, I, I understand the frustration. I get the, 
the the anger because it's look it looks so similar to how it's been but like why lose faith all off season like i don't understand the i don't understand the like belief i guess that this was going to be a eight or nine win team and i don't think I'm, i know i'm exaggerating a little bit i think Nebraska fans just want to see a team that's disciplined and doesn't make those same mistakes. Especially when you had the opportunity not necessarily if they're, the Minnesota game. Not that they're going to go like win seven, yeah, eight games. Yeah, no, just I think that that's – I, I do agree with you, though. I think that that's where the frustration is. The frustration is, yes, it's the losses and you want to see wins, but you want to see it, like it not happen the exact same way, which is what especially that Minnesota game um, really was, when they really had the opportunity to win it, especially given I think that the vast majority of people out there Making a bowl game this year is the goal and is the thing that people would be very happy about doing, and I think that that would actually put them ahead of schedule for Matt, where Matt Rule typically is mm-hmm. um, in year one with his program. And it'd be a great sign for the future of Nebraska if they make a bowl game this year. Like Matt Rule said, though, even though they're 0-2 today, he said this, there's plenty of football left. There's no packing it in on the season. There's a lot still left to unfold. Yeah, I, I'm glad I talked my way through that a little bit. Like, I, I take back my comment about I don't understand why the yeah. fan base is frustrated, like, from a goals and a wins perspective. I totally understand the frustration of we just want to see a team that's yeah. disciplined and doesn't turn it over as yeah. much see, as they do. Like and I think that's totally that. reasonable yeah. and understandable to ask. Um, and the quote, the money quote was Matt Rule just they're pretty much shrugging his shoulders and saying, this is what you get when you hire me. Like, it's not going to be a quick fix. It's not going to be overnight. Built on rock is, yeah. is what he said. And his history, this is not, it's not as if he's saying that with no history of results. He's got a proven track record of it can be bad in the beginning, but then it will be built on a foundation to last. You got to let it play out. Yeah. And then last thing I touched on, you wanted to talk about some of the receivers. Just sort of uh, plug the story because I know you're working on uh, a story about Malachi Coleman, Jalen Lloyd, and the other freshman receivers. Yeah. One of the things that we've talked, we talked to Coach Rule and Satterfield a lot in the offseason about, hey, where are those freshmen? Where are the freshmen? Are they ready? The reason was, I think everyone could kind of see it coming that Nebraska was going to have issues on the outside, getting separation, being able to take the top off of defense, especially after Xavier Betts left. Um, so I kind of dove into some of the comments that he had today about J- um, Jalen Lloyd and Malachi Coleman and what they need to do to get ready. Also mentioned a couple other names like Jeremiah Charles that's also kind of making his way up up as well to try to get some playing time. But look out for that tomorrow morning. Jeremiah Charles kind of the forgotten man of that six-man yeah. receiver class, like the one that we don't talk about as often. So hearing yep. his name pop up gets your antennas going and Coleman and Lloyd have now t- making a move up the depth chart list is co-starters behind uh, Alex Bullock at one of the receiver spots so you could check out that depth chart at InsideNebraska.com we've got it listed up there for free as long as or as well as coverage from the Nebraska Colorado game sort of the fallout from that and then just picking up picking it up to preview Northern Illinois and coverage on Sims Matt Rules presser today got it all up for you InsideNebraska.com. Encourage you guys to like this video, subscribe to the Inside Nebraska YouTube page, get these videos dropped directly into your feed. We'll be back here Tuesday and Wednesday for player press conferences and assistant press conferences, and we'll talk to you guys then.